What's up? I'm Alex Clark, and you're listening to the audio version of my show, Politics, powered by Turning Point USA. To fully experience the conservatee, make sure you're following the show at our home base on Instagram, where we post our episodes daily at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. Okay, cute servatives, let the games begin. When she says, okay, that's me anytime someone's been hugging me for too long. Where's the rest of my rated zero in physical touch, gang? No touchy. Dan Bongino is taking an epic stand against mandates at his workplace. There is drama between two male dress-wearing celebrities, Billy Porter and Harry Styles. Speaking of drama, the level of oh crap happening with Jamie Lynn Spears' memoir release is five orange juicy. And Megan McCain has finally revealed why she quit The View, and it is actually very sad. I'm Alex Clark, and this is Politics. So many of us right now are wondering what the heck we are supposed to do when it comes to this mandate and potentially losing our job. Enter a conservative you all love and respect, Dan Bongino. Dan's show is syndicated through Cumulus on tons of stations, and he just gave them an ultimatum on their mandate because he feels bad for all the employees of Cumulus who can't afford to step away. So he said, either end this requirement now or you lose me, and my show. Imagine the countless number of individuals trying to explain to these companies ever thought of that. The countless numbers of moms and dads who are sitting at some kitchen table explaining to their kids how they may have to move out, how daddy doesn't have a job because a bunch of people in a C-suite thought it'd be a good idea to sit around and play pretend Dr. Fauci for a moment and mandate people jam something in their bodies that they don't want to take. You ever put yourself in that, in that role? You ever put yourself at that kitchen table with mom and dad telling their kids that? Imagine how the kids respond, that fear they got to live with. You know, I grew up without a lot of money. My mom used to make bologna sandwiches for dinner. And when the bologna was no good, you'd cook it and you'd make it good right quick, right? I'm not leaving any of those guys behind. Can have me... Well, you can have the mandate, but you can't have both of us. This is what we call a courageous and principled decision. I'm pretty sure Dan already got the Jabba juice, but the point is some of the other employees at Cumulus don't want to, and they don't have the clout like Dan does with the company to stand up to the suits in charge, so he's doing it for them. I really respect Dan for that, and you should too. Now this is why I came to America. There's two types of men in this world, manly men like Dan Bongino and men who like wearing dresses. How could we forget Candace Owens calling out Harry Styles for wearing a dress on the cover of Vogue and saying, bring back manly men. That happened almost a year ago now, and we all still love her for it. But for some reason, Billy Porter has decided to complain about it now because Harry got that cover and not him. Billy boy, can I call you that? A Kardashian catfight is less petty than you. Oh, snap. This is getting interesting. 
Billy told the Sunday Times, I changed the whole game, and that is not ego, that is just fact. I was the first one doing it, and now everybody is doing it. I feel like the fashion industry has accepted me because they have to. I'm not necessarily convinced, and here's why. I created the conversation, and yet, Vogue still put Harry Styles, a straight white man, in a dress on their cover for the first time. I like your sleeves, they're real big. Thank you. Ladies, relax! We can all wear a dress. At least Billy's insisting on acting like a girl since he wants to dress like one. Why don't you put on a dress and do a dance? Billy went on to say that Harry Styles doesn't care. He's just doing it because it's the thing to do. This is politics for me. This is my life. I had to fight my entire life to get to the place where I could wear a dress to the Oscars and not be gunned down. All he has to do is be white and straight. Shut the f up. I have news for Billy. Whether a guy is white or not, if he's wearing a dress, people are laughing. Billy's not only wrong about himself being the first, but he's also wrong about Harry being the first guy in a dress or women's clothes on a magazine cover. Boy George was on the cover of multiple magazines back in the day, and Jonathan Van Ness wore a dress on Cosmopolitan's cover in January of last year. But you can't deny, Dumbledore's got style. Britney Spears' little sister, Jamie Lynn Spears, has to be sweating bullets right now with her new memoir coming out in a few months. Why is it that I always find you in the middle of a tussle? Bad timing? There couldn't be worse press surrounding Jamie Lynn Spears. She may as well have been holding the keys to lock up her sister all these years in a dungeon somewhere, at least according to the public. Let me out. Let me out! Here's all the things that have gone wrong with this memoir coming out. First of all, originally her book was going to be called I Must Confess, Family, Fame, and Figuring It Out, which obviously referenced her sister's 1998 song, Baby One More Time. Britney fans absolutely freaked, especially because this announcement was made right as all this conservatorship stuff blew up. So then Jamie Lynn changed the title to Things I Should Have Said. To make people feel better, she thought, okay, I'll link up sales of my book to go to a mental health nonprofit called This Is My Brave. Well, that just made things worse. That idea ain't worth a velvet painting of a whale and a dolphin getting it on. After Britney fans freaked out about that, this Is My Brave, the organization, had to publicly announce that they were declining taking any money from Jamie Lynn's book sales for their organization. <laughs> they said, we heard you. We're taking action. We are deeply sorry to anyone we offended. We are declining the donation from Jamie Lynn Spears' upcoming book. This girl can't catch a break. The book is coming out in January. At this point, should she even put it out? This is hard. I am in a pickle. I know she's not our favorite conservative. However, I do think the story is juicy, so hear me out. Meghan McCain has revealed why she actually left The View, and I would be lying if I said I didn't feel bad for her. Meghan said she quit The View because her co-hosts treated her terribly and were absolutely vicious to her. She said, it felt like the co-hosts and staff only knew one conservative, me, and took out all their anger on me, even though I didn't even vote for Trump. Yeah, you can, you can get her out, get her out. She said that at first Whoopi was nice, but then she turned on her and it worsened all the tension at the table. And it didn't help that Joy was particularly mean. Megan said, after my dad died, I heard Joy told others at The View that she couldn't understand how I could still defend conservatives after everything Trump had done to me. Why was that something that she had to worry about? I could separate the two. I could separate Trump from being a conservative. One of the things people love about you is you speak your mind and you don't use a politician's filter. 
However, that is not without its downsides, in particular when it comes to women. You've called women you don't like fat pigs, dogs, slobs, and disgusting animals. Your Twitter account Only Rosie several- O'Donnell. Megan described being able to put up with the toxic work environment for a while until she came back from maternity leave after having her daughter Liberty. In order to ease the tension on camera, Megan said, Joy, you missed me so much when I was on maternity leave. You missed fighting with me. And Joy said, I did not. I did not miss you. Zero. As soon as they went to commercial break, Megan described bursting into tears at the table and lactating through her clothes at the same time. And she was just done. I mean, I don't blame her. Do you? That's a little sad. A few housekeeping announcements. Today is the last day to catch up on The Spillover before the new episode comes out tomorrow night at midnight Eastern, 9 p.m. Pacific. In the most recent episode, I talked to Josh Brom from the Equal Rights Institute. He studies the psychology behind why pro-choice people think the way they do, and he goes over the best way to answer hard questions about abortion and how to explain the pro-life stance, and he calls out pro-life people for basically not doing a great job debating the pro-life stance. Also, the cinnamon roll dad hat has been restocked on shoptpusa.com and the Big Gov is Spoopy sweatshirt is 20% off with code SPOOPY20. Tap the heart, don't forget. Tell me what you think about Megan McCain's reason for leaving The View and Jamie Lynn Spears' book, should she even release it at this point. Also tag Dan Bongino, salute him for taking a stand for all the staff at Cumulus. I also hear that Southwest is going to drop the unpaid leave thing too because of all the backlash. Holding the line is working. Post today's episode on your story. I think it's really important for people to see Dan's announcement and get some encouragement from it. And tap that save button because that really helps politics do well in the algorithm. It's pop culture without the propaganda every single day. I'm Alex Clark and this is Politics. Hopefully you found the conservatee scalding today. Don't forget if you want to get the full Poplitics experience to follow us on Instagram at Poplitics where you can watch the episodes and see all the fun clips. You can find me on Instagram too at RealAlexClark. Love you, mean it. Bye.